Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. Welcome back to The Virtual Chapter. This week, we are talking about the secret to building a sustainable and successful podcast. So if you listened to the last episode, I was talking all about why and how to launch a podcast. This week, I want to dive deeper into some of the reasons why podcasts fail and how you can actually make it a sustainable and successful part of your business. So let's dive right in. You've probably heard this stat before, and if you've listened to the previous episode, you absolutely heard me mention it there. But of all of the podcasts out in the world, and there's over 2 million of them, of all of those podcasts, only 20% are still active. In fact, it's less than 20%. It's 19. That means 80% of podcasts have just quietly died. (laughs) Now, some of that may be very intentional pauses in their podcasting schedule, but for a huge portion of those, that is actually podcasts that have stopped, quote unquote, failed. In fact, most podcasters, most new podcasters will quit after the first three episodes. Wild, huh? I recommend having three episodes in your first week. (laughs) But podcasts, the rate at which podcasts fade, Um, or slowly die off into the online world, never to be seen again, is really, really high. And we don't want that for you. We are here to avoid that. So let's talk about why that happens. So you can be part of the 20% who succeed, (laughs) who have an active podcast that is regularly posting content, that is building your audience, is connecting with your audience, and ultimately resulting in sales for your business. So one of the first reasons that podcasts fail or fade is consistency podcasters can often go into this thinking it can just be something that they show up for when and how they feel like it. So maybe they release an episode on Monday and then it's two weeks to the next episode on a Wednesday and then Thursday there's a bonus episode, but then it's three weeks until the next one and your audience doesn't know what you're doing. Podcast listenership is really habitual. We have routines around when we listen to podcasts, right? So we might listen on a commute. We might listen around exercising and we build our habits around that. On a Wednesday, I go for a run and I know that this person releases a new episode every Wednesday, so I'm going to listen to them. And when that doesn't happen, we struggle to maintain that relationship with the audience. Now, that's not to say you can't ever have a break from podcasting because absolutely you can. I'm saying this as I record off a two-week break (laughs) from our own podcast, but having that consistency, especially in those early few months after launching, is really, really important to building a listener base that is going to stick with you. The second reason that a lot of podcasts fade out is quality. When you are an audio platform, you have nowhere to hide. You cannot hide behind pretty visuals or gorgeous slide or dancing on TikTok. It is just 
the sound. And so when you have really poor sound quality, it's really hard for your audience to continue to listen to your podcast. Now, I have to stop here and say a big shout out to my editor, Pablo, who is editing this this episode. Pablo, always make sure our audio sounds really, really good. And there's a lot of things that go into it from your setup through to the post-production editing. But having quality audio is really important to maintaining and growing your listenership. The next reason a lot of podcasts fail is poor marketing. Podcasting is not a build it and they will come platform. It would be so nice if you could just create a podcast, upload it to all the places, and then people magically find you. And at some point that will start happening, but probably not in the early days of your podcast. Your initial listenership is going to come from your existing audiences. So you need to be promoting your podcast in order to see results. We can really clearly track for a lot of our clients the weeks where we maybe do less promo we can see the dip in our podcast listenership, right? So we are always actively driving traffic to our podcast and looking at ways that we can be really creative and intentional in terms of driving traffic to the podcast and reusing the podcast itself, all of the value that is put into these episodes to repurpose that into other content that you can use across your social media channels. The next reason, and this is probably the biggest reason I see podcasts fail out, is time and capacity. Is really simply put, we get to a stage where it just doesn't feel possible for us to continue to create the podcast. And this is especially true if you're doing it all yourself. I've spoken with clients who have spent over five hours a week on their podcast, which as a business owner is time you probably don't have. And it's also not a really good use of five hours of your time, right? For what is essentially going to be maybe a 40 minute episode. We want to cut that right down. I've mentioned this before. For me, I spend no more than an hour a week on my podcast because I have team support for everything else. So my focus is on the planning of the content and the actual recording of the content. And then there are other people who are amazing at their jobs that do all of the other things for me. So it's not taking up a huge part of my week, which means it's really sustainable for me to continue podcasting. It's not taking me away from other revenue generating activity in the business. It's not taking away from time I want to spend with family or doing things just in life in general. So that time and capacity reason is a really big big reason that podcasts do fade. So now we're starting to look at like, what's the solution here? How do we make this as easeful as possible so that it's really sustainable for us as podcasters? The final reason links into this, and this is the profitability discussion. And inevitably, I think for almost all podcasters at some point in time, whether they're DIYing it or outsourcing to an agency for support or to a service provider for support, there's going to be a conversation even if it's in your own head, (laughs) around profitability. Is the time and money being spent on the podcast a good return on investment for my business? And the interesting thing I see after having these conversations with lots of business owners over the last three years is the businesses who outsource, so on paper are paying more for their podcast, find their podcast more profitable than the people who are doing it themselves. And the reason why is, again, like I said, related to that time issue. As a business owner, they're not spending you know, huge portions of their week creating their podcast so they can focus on marketing, sales, revenue generating activities that move the needle forward in their business, right? Because podcasting can absolutely do that, but it's one piece of the puzzle. 
We know that our podcast listeners may not necessarily click the links in our show notes, but they're already following us on social media and hopefully we've moved them onto our emailing list as well. So they're seeing our marketing efforts. They're seeing our sales. They're involved in conversations outside of this platform. So you do have to be able to go, okay, well, I I know that maybe I can't directly attribute sales to the podcast, but I know anecdotally that people are listening to the podcast and that's a really key factor of why they went on to purchase. I literally had this conversation with a potential client this morning who was like, I've just binged your podcast. I really loved the way you were talking about leadership and team and all of these things. Can we book in a time to chat? When she fills out the form though, she may not say podcasting was the reason (laughs) because it might be something else. It might be social or it might've been a referral somewhere down the line, like all of these different things. But I know that the podcast is still playing a really big role in educating and nurturing my audience as part of a sales process. And so even though, yes, I have a spend and, and, you know, a decent spend on what podcasting looks like each month, but I also know that we are, we are building something that serves the business long-term that doesn't take a huge amount of me to deliver. So if they're all the things that lead to the 80% failing, how do we become the 20% that are still active, the 20% that are really consistent, the 20% that have great quality, good marketing, and it's not taking us away from our core focus as business owners of the relationship and delivery. The secret here, no surprises, is team is getting support because if you are spending hours a week on your podcast inevitably one of these things is going to catch you out at some point in time you're going to hit a time and capacity barrier you're going to hit a marketing barrier you're going to hit a quality barrier doing it all yourself the magic of having support is that for podcasting that support can be so so broad that you can choose what feels best for you and best for the ways that you like to work and the things that you like to do. So for example, you just might like to outsource the audio editing. That might take an hour, 90 minutes off your plate every week. And it's something that you can outsource really easily to somebody who is going to make your podcast sound amazing. And we've ticked off two boxes. We've ticked off the quality issue and we've ticked off the time and capacity issue. Fantastic. You could also outsource the audio snippets, the audiograms that you could use to promote your podcast. You could, if you're recording video podcasts, you could outsource the editing of those videos so that you get additional content you can use on Reels, on TikTok, on YouTube Shorts, wherever it might be. Maybe you want to outsource the show notes. Maybe you want to outsource somebody to repurpose your podcast into a blog post for your website. All of these things are really going to lead to one, freeing up your time so that you can pour all of your energy into creating one really epic piece of content and then watch it get utilized in more and more places so that you really don't ever butt up against this feeling of like, it's not worth it. It's not doing anything. It's taking up too much time for such little return all of these things. And the answer there is having team support, right? Is having somebody who can take care of all of those pieces for you, which is exactly what we do here at the virtual chapter, right? Like it is, it is an absolute joy for me to watch people come in either with a brand new podcast and they want help around launching it to make it feel as easeful as anything, or for people who've maybe been DIYing their podcast for a little while to come in and go, how can we make this so easy for you that podcasting is actually the easiest part of your business where previously it's felt like the hardest. So if you're thinking, okay, cool, I have a podcast or I'm going to start a podcast. 
What do I do? How do I find the right team? The things I would look for is getting really, really clear on the specific skills that you want support with. Are you looking for an audio editor? Do you want somebody who's really great on content creation? Do you need somebody who's really good with video? What are the skills you need? What's your budget to to put towards outsourcing? And again, like there's a big sustainability discussion here. What's a sustainable investment for you to continue podcasting going forward so that you don't do it for two months and then realize it's not working the way that you wanted it to or business hasn't grown the way you expected and you can't afford to keep the quality going. We're aiming to avoid the 80%, remember? (laughs) Get really, really clear on what that sustainable investment piece feels like for you in your podcast and then do your research. There's a bunch of agencies out there similar to us who offer a range of podcast services. What I know we do differently is we work specifically with business owners, right? We're not talking about the networks that manage really big podcasts that have a really different purpose, like true crime shows or comedy shows or anything like that. We work with business owners. We understand how podcasts fit within your business marketing strategy within the online space, especially around coaches and creatives and other service providers. That's our wheelhouse. So if that is you, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this episode, that is absolutely you. (laughs) I would love to have a chat. Head on over to the virtualchapter.co forward slash podcasts with an S on the end to learn more about our services and how we can support you. And from there, you can absolutely book in a time to chat with me and see how we might be able to support you on your podcasting journey to make sure you are one of the 20%. (laughs) We are avoiding the 80% here at all costs. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, feel free to send me a message over on Instagram at the virtual chapter and tell me if you're a podcaster, what your podcasting journey has looked like. If you've fallen into any of these traps over your journey as a podcaster and how you're making podcasting as easy as possible within your business. I'll see you next time.